It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to episode 425 of the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm 18 years saved, 16 years married, 11 years recovered, 7 years a father, and 36 years a nerd. And I'm Mo. A lot of things wrapped up in one small yet loud package your very own casserole of a co-host doing my best to bring the best but one thing i am not is good at math and today on the show we answer random questions from ask reddit also on the show today matt gets his latest shot at the undisputed back row title belt that's right y'all but first today is wednesday december 15th 2021 and we got some holidays to celebrate that's right it is national cupcake day yay it's Lemon Cupcake Day. Yay! And it's National Cat Herders Day. <laughs> I really thought that that said cat hoarders when I first read it. And I was like, really? When you first read it, I thought you said Cat Herders Day. And I was going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Herders Day. Herders. <laughs> yeah, that's difficult I to understand. Hurt some cats. Like herding cats. That's, <laughs> hey, is this National Teachers Day? Huh? What? Because we're herding cats. That's what it's like. It is like herding cats. <laughs> I legitimately I'm not thought, kidding. <laughs> that I had missed a holiday and you were excited about it. No. <laughs> I just think that this is, there is an underlying meaning there. Because, I mean, truly, who actually herds cats? No one. No one herds cats. They're impossible. This is just a way of saying, hey, all the teachers, we see you. We feel you. We appreciate you. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Well, it is Wednesday, and Wednesday in the first segment has become my opportunity to vent about things going on on this planet that make me upset. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about charts. Specifically, political charts and the politicians who think that we are so stupid that we can't see what they're doing. Now, every single administration and lots of politicians do this crap, but the Biden administration has had some of the most ridiculous examples of that in this first year. So first off, the first one came, it wasn't technically a chart, I guess, but it was their big announcement at 4th of July that they have saved us a whopping 16 cents this year on our barbecue cookouts as opposed to the previous year and expected us to be like over the moon 16 cents cheaper on these hot dogs hot dang which you know okay great well (laughs) Then we got the labor force chart. The labor force chart, which is touted as America is back at work, is a chart that shows the drop off of the labor force during the initial uh, lockdown uh, 
period. You know, the, the couple months there where we like hit hit the pause button on everything. And the chart shows a good rebound of the percentage of the labor force that's at work. But it's not even up to or maybe at best 50% of what it was before the shutdown. And so we take 50% now here well over a year and a half, almost two years past that point and say, all right, 50% roughly America's back at work as if job's done. We've done our job. We've got the American workforce back at it again when it's only half done. But this feels like it's like George Bush on that, uh, that ship with the mission accomplished banner hanging over him. Like, what was it, like three months after 9-11 or whatever? It was like really quick, like really, really quick. That's what this feels like. But they get more ridiculous. Uh, on Twitter this week, we had a trend going called Biden Boom. And the Biden Boom was about the, uh, here, where is it at? It's about both inflation and the uh, jobs report. And the jobs report is saying that Joe Biden has created the most jobs by far than any other president in history. And you see this little graph that shows, you know, Donald Trump, George, for some reason it only shows uh, Republicans. <laughs> I'm just noticing that now. It doesn't have all the previous Democratic presidents on here. But anyway, it's showing <laughs> Donald Trump, George W. Bush, George H.W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, and their piddly numbers. And then it shows, uh, Joe Biden having created 5,875,000 jobs in his first year as president. And while that many jobs have opened up, that's because more than that went away. And so if we're going to give him credit for all of those jobs opening up here, that's someone actually wrote this best. Uh, where is it at? It is like saying, dang it, I lost it. Okay. It's like saying every world leader that has allowed their country to reopen post-COVID is currently creating the most jobs ever. Because that is how many have stopped existing. <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, I'm going to keep you all home. And then when I say you can go back to work, we're going to call that a new job opening. A new job existing. Uh, the inflation rate has gone down, I think, point zero something percent, and they're calling that a, a trend downward in inflation when it has gone up by more than uh, anything since, I think, 1982. But the most ridiculous of all, and this one I'll show you, Mo, and I'm sure most of you have seen this, it's the gas price. Uh, gas price chart. So look at this thing. If you're at home and you haven't seen this, just just search the the gas price chart from uh, at DCC, which is the Democratic something something something. Where they're thanking Joe Biden for a 2-week decrease 
in gas prices. And so you see this chart, and this chart has a nice little line and then a big dip where it goes down several bars on the chart, implying that the gas prices have dropped dramatically. Mm -hmm. But do you see anything weird about the, uh, the, the price axis there, the dollars per gallon axis? They have it's not even a full cent. They have it? stretched out a chart <laughs> starting at the top of 3.415 cents. We're in the we're in the 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 millicents here. <laughs> 3.15 cents to 3.375 cents <laughs> and shown a decrease of roughly it's it's more than a cent, yeah, but it's roughly a decrease of 2 cents. Well, and I just meant that from from each. Yeah, from each thing, it's it's, it's a it's a twentieth uh, of a cent. <laughs> each line is one twentieth of one cent, and they tweeted this out as thanks Joe Biden as a legitimate thing, not as a sarcastic thanks Joe Biden, but a real one. Gas prices have gone up one. A uh, dollar and eighty cents, I think, on average, across America, and we're super excited about this two cent drop over the course of two weeks. But here's the 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 sad part about them tweeting this out, and it's still up, and people are still retweeting it. A bunch of Democrats are retweeting it. I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's account retweeted it, but if not, most of the Democratic politicians have. Is that by Putting this out there, like we've had this big rise in gas prices, and every time Joe Biden or the press secretary is asked about it, said, "Well, the president doesn't really have anything to do with the price of gas. That's done by all these other factors and the price of oil worldwide and production and all this, you know, supply line, supply chain, blah 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 blah." And so you can't blame Joe Biden for the prices going up, but. By tweeting this and saying it's gone down two cents, thank you, Joe Biden. Uh huh. Then that implies that. That's implying. Oh well, wait, hold on. They can. They yeah. do control the prices now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so all this stuff has been tweeted out and hyped up as these big, big freaking deals. When it's really like, <laughs> it's it's like you're, it's like you have a a straight A student who brings home a paper that's got a D minus on it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not an F. Mm -hmm. Check it out, everybody. It's not an F. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mom. I, I expect a raise in my allowance for this not an F I brought home. When mm -hmm. you know things could be so much better. Mm -hmm. They could be doing so much better. But they're going to tout this D minus as proof that they're not failures. I mean... And again, like I said, this is this is not just a Democratic problem. This is just the most recent stuff that I've seen. And if Trump was still president and these were his quote unquote accomplishments, he'd likely be bragging about them, too. And it would be just as stupid if he said it in the debates, uh, like when he said in the debates that COVID was going away before it had even hit his peak. Like he's he's made those kind of dumb mistakes, too. We've got to start being honest and call this stuff out, especially if it's politicians that we support that are doing it. If you go along with it and pretend like it's this big, amazing thing that they've made it out to be, you're simply being a puppet. That's, that's the bottom line. So, You're also spreading lies. Yeah, he's, he's lies. <laughs> you're spreading lies. And you look dumb. <laughs> Oh, gosh, you go to Twitter, though, and you see so many people defending this two-cent thing. 
They're like, well, they're grateful because it's trending downward. Two cents down is not Okay, a but here's the thing. <laughs> How much did you say it was up? It was up. It's a dollar, a dollar eighty, I think, on average. Okay. And in so some you places said, it's up as much as four dollars. You said that it went down two cents in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we're trending in a year, we're still not even going to be where we were before. <laughs> it's 52 cents, people. <laughs> I'm not good at math. <laughs> uh, someone tweeted a, a chart that they made themselves. All right, let me let me inspire. Uh, you've inspired me for a uh, <laughs> for my own chart and charting my weight loss since Thanksgiving. And so they started the chart, big chart. At the very top, it's 260 pounds, and then way down at the bottom, it's 259.8 pounds in a big, sharp dropping line between Thanksgiving and today. Look at that progress. <laughs> That's what it's like. So, Matt, we have a first-time chatter ooh, in Twitch ooh, making ooh. an incredibly awesome point. <laughs> incredibly awesome. I don't know how you say that name. Grafen. Grafen? Yeah, this is KY's husband, I'm almost certain. Ah, okay. <laughs> they say it's like someone stealing $1,000 from you and then giving you back 500 and you thank them for giving you <laughs> the money. I mean, that's, that's, that's what taxes are, right? <laughs> like, everybody gets so excited when you get a big refund, but like, no, you shouldn't be happy that you're getting a refund because that means they had a bunch of your money. Uh, interest-free for most of this year that they didn't need to take from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. KY says, that's my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the bright side, this has been a tremendous practical application opportunity for my kids to learn about marketing tactics, data misrepresentation, and logical fallacies. <laughs> Said like a homeschool mama, you, if I ever heard one. That's great. Uh, all right. I need to remember that. <laughs> No, you need to send me all your talking points so I can have the same conversation with my kids. And that's how you make conservatives libertarians, kids. <laughs> now do gerrymandering. Oh, gosh. Don't even get me started with gerrymandering. It's all stupid. All politics are stupid. I just hate it. The more I've grown up <laughs> since high school and seen that no matter what side of the aisle you're on, everybody's really just looking out for their own personal interest and not really for the interest of the people that they're supposed to be representing. It just makes you sad. It makes you sad that this is not what we were told government was supposed to be when we were kids, you know? And I get it. We're all flawed, fallen people. But come on, folks. Don't be so dumb and blinded by... The fact that your party's in charge or your party's not in charge, that you'll just believe anything or celebrate anything is just this amazing, uh, overwhelmingly good trend towards recovery. And and let us get out of our houses, please. I want you to know that a bug just flew up my nose. <laughs> Don't know where it came from. Or where it went. But it went up my nose. I told you about the time that I swallowed a fly in the middle of a message at CR, right? My yes. last message at CR. Yeah, you did tell me that. Mm-hmm. I tried to work huh? through it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everybody thinks you're just choked up. I was just, I'm just sad it's over. Oh, man. CR is almost starting for y'all, right? Y'all are about to take over our night. Oh, my word, Matt. How many weeks do we have? Like three, maybe four. <laughs> what is it? What's is it? The first Thursday of September? It's January sixth. That is kickoff day. Okay, so let me so tell that's, you, December, that's four weeks from tomorrow. December sixth hit, and it like I woke up that morning, and that was literally, and I don't say that word unless I actually mean it. <laughs> but it was literally the first thing that I thought about that morning when I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, it's December sixth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> We can go up in one month. <laughs> I'm going to be there. It's going to be exciting. It is going to be exciting <laughs> and terrifying. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for y'all. I'm glad that y'all get to take it over. And I hope there's a bunch of people there. <clears throat> Me too. Thursday's a good night. It's been a good night for us. And uh, I think I there's going to be quite there. a few people that'll be there. So we hyped it up as much as we could. For ours ended. All right, but anyway, that's a sidetrack. Let's take a break here. When we come back, I am once again here to try and take the title. Uh, history proves that's not going to happen. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180. LTN Radio. Spider-Man No Way Home drops this week, and I'm not ready. I'm not ready because I've been saying since the first time, like the rumors of Toby and Andrew coming, that, uh, you know, my family was going to watch all of the Spider-Man movies in preparation because my children have never seen a Spider-Man movie that didn't star Tom Holland or Into the Spider-Verse. Like, they never saw the original three, or I've never even seen the Andrew Garfield ones. And I know that they're going to play a role. So we we started prepping for this, you know, a few weeks ago. And we watched all the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. And, you know, we made it through that. But heading into Christmas, and we're about to take a Disney vacation, and all these different things, uh, we're not ready. Like, uh, the movie comes out in, like, four days, and we're leaving for Disney, like, in three seconds, and I am not gonna have a chance for my kids to watch these movies, and we're just gonna be out of luck, and, like, the movie's gonna premiere Thursday while we're in Orlando, and we're not gonna get to watch it in theaters opening weekend, which is freaking me out, because I know spoilers are gonna be everywhere. We knew it was coming. And I knew it was coming, and, you know, we watched a lot of other things. We watched um, some Attack on Titan, we watched some Demon Slayer, we watched, uh, you know, Arcane. We watched different things, and we should have put some preparation into actually being ready for this. And I, I own that. Um, it reminds me of this parable that Jesus told in Matthew 25, um, where he's talking about the ten virgins with the lamps and the oil and everything and verses 1 through 12 are the whole story which you'll need to read for a little more context but verse 2 says five of them were foolish and five were wise for when the foolish took their lamps they took no oil with them and if you're familiar with the story you know that the story plays out that they weren't prepared and then when they tried to go be prepared they ran out of time and uh 
Verse 11 says, Afterwards the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Y'all, we need to actually live our lives with the preparation and understanding that we need to be ready for when we see Jesus. Not like in an apocalyptic way, but we need to live our lives in preparation of seeing him. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. show on Radio Max. And I'm Mo. And we've changed some things up for this new season, including what we record live on Twitch. Each week we record our shows the Friday or Saturday before with our friends on twitch.tv slash LTN on air. Follow us there to be notified when we go live and join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for after the show discussion and even opportunities to be on the show yourself. I'm almost perfect. There it comes. I'm sorry. (sighs) Felt good. Yeah. I needed that. Before we go any further, it's time for most fact of the day. The term cupcake was originally used in the late 19th century for cakes made from ingredients measured by the cupful. Mm-hmm. The traditional pound cake recipe pound was cake easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's it was easy to remember because uh, a pound of butter, a pound of sugar, a pound of flour, and a pound of eggs. Likewise, the name cupcake comes from how the recipe was measured. One cup butter, two cups sugar, three cups flour, and four eggs. <laughs> Early cupcakes were baked in teacups or ramekins before the invention of multi-cup pans we use today. Ramekins, otherwise known as nut bowls. That's what most people use them for. Nuts. It's from Frasier. I was going to say, I don't think I know a single person who uses their ramekins. Oh, I I do. My dad did. My grandfather, grandparents did. Like, Like that's the only thing they use them for. They don't make souffles or anything like that. They No, I mean, I just, mine, I have an entire set that was gifted to me, and I've never once brought them out. Oh, you just don't use them for anything at all? They just stay (laughs) down in in the cabinet with the rest of all my baking stuff. Dipping sauces? I rarely use. That's a good choice. Ah, dipping sauces, yes. (laughs) Yes, I can. I've never known anybody to use them for nuts. (laughs) Yeah, no. Like just on an end table or what? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I just, I don't leave them out. Like, I if I'm using them, then I'm going to just pour what I'm eating, and that's what I'm eating out of there. But my grandparents, yes, they had two ramekins full of nuts out at all times. So, that, okay, my grandparents. <laughs> Communal nut bowls. Always had bowls of pecans out at all times. Yeah. Isn't that, but the ramekin weird, is way too small. Well, I got, I got, good, size. I got a good size ramekin. I got two nice. A ramekin is the same size, no matter what. That's not the case. Yes, it is the case. A ramekin is a ramekin. They don't have extra large and extra small ramekins. A ramekin refers to the kind of dish it is, not how big it is, just like plates, just like anything else. They're not all the same size. Right. A dinner plate is all the same size. A dessert plate is all the same size. No, I'm talking about the square inches of a plate. Not all dinner plates have the exact same width and dimensions. Okay, but listen, I am <laughs> like 100% sure that a ramekin is the same size. Says a woman that doesn't ever bring them out. 
creme brulee, you aren't going to read in your recipe, make sure that your ramekins are the standard size ramekin and not extra large. You wouldn't need to. As long as it'll fit, as long as the ramekin will fit the amount of stuff that it's going in there, it doesn't have to fill the ramekin. No, I know it doesn't have to fill the ramekin, but... So it's okay if it's a little bit bigger. No, but your recipe is going to say, like, makes five creme brulees or makes... And it still can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they won't be as tall in the bowl. They'll still be creme brulees. My head hurts. What what are we what are we doing? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know where this conversation came from. To move along. <laughs> now that I've gotten inside of Mo's head, I'm gonna try and take the belt from her because it is game time, y'all. Today's my latest chance to win back the undisputed back row championship title belt and officially become Maddie Two Belts. Last week, I beat Mo in a game of Would You Rather. Now we go head to head, head to head to head, head to head, 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 head in the same game to see if I can pull it off twice in a row and become the champ. It's your line. I'm really still really flustered. Line. Give me a minute. I wrote a really funny line, and I'd like you to read it. <laughs> or will history repeat itself and make Matt be the chump instead? <laughs> Get it? Champ, chump. It's funny. You're right. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, ramekins vary in size, but must be small enough to be individual servings. <laughs> Grafen looked it up. Usually smaller than eight or nine ounces. <laughs> Thanks, Grafen. You got me in trouble. <laughs> Mo does not like it when people look it up and she's wrong. <laughs> she takes it out on me. <laughs> your next doctor's appointment. You say something. Your next doctor's appointment, your doctor is going to say, Do you feel safe at home? <laughs> well, I do feel safe at home. However, once a week, I don't feel very safe. For a few hours every Friday night, I'm terrified. <laughs> Living in constant fear on the edge of my seat. You should. <laughs> You're terrifying me, for real. <sighs> now I kind of don't want to win because I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I do. <laughs> to all of our, our chatters in Twitch, you can start. <laughs> Brother Mod said his next doctor's appointment, the doctor's going to ask, how'd you get a ramekin up there? <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> My work here is done. Oh, <coughs> man. Oh, man. That's good. Oh, my face hurts now. Man. I wanted to show them that they were all the same size. <laughs> Do you want a bigger one? I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, 
my bad shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's referencing a joke that you have to watch the Twitch uh, replay (laughs) or the YouTube video to understand. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Okay. We're going to play this game now. Are we? (laughs) You can't just stall for time. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Last week you went first and it didn't work out well for you. It didn't work out well. (laughs) Yep. Give me the question. (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right. Would you rather go to dinner alone or go to the cinema alone? Go to the cinema alone. Correct. And correct. It's dark. Like, People can't real. see you. For real. People see you at dinner alone. Right. They feel bad for you. Right. <laughs> they offer to pay for your meal, and you're like, no, I, I, I wanted you to want, do this. Do you want to come sit with us? I wanted peace and quiet. <laughs> there was um, there was a, my wife went to a work conference that happens once every six months in uh, Albuquerque. And uh, one year I went with her, and this was, I think, the year before we had Eli. I went with her, and I was going to hang out in Albuquerque all day while she's in her meetings, and then we'd have the night to, to go to dinner and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I went to a restaurant called Wex, which does these just gigantic, delicious breakfasts. And uh, I was there by myself. I'm sitting there eating this giant plate of food by myself, watching uh, YouTube videos on my phone. And I felt very conspicuous. <laughs> like I'm like everybody staring at this lonely person sitting in the corner eating by himself, <laughs> having a date with his cell phone. Hey. <laughs> Go to the cinema. All right. Would you rather spend a week in the North Pole or spend a week in the Sahara Desert? By North Pole, I'm assuming it doesn't mean with Santa? Santa's workshop, but just in the freezing cold tundra. Of the North Pole. Well, I mean, there is the possibility that people didn't think about that, and they're like, Santa's in the North Pole. Who the heck is in the desert? Nobody. Camels? No. Dune sandworms? Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the North Pole. Wow, seventy percent. Yeah. Okay, you're doing good so far. Would you rather be reincarnated as a sea creature or reincarnated as an airborne creature? Now, if people thought this out, most sea creatures would live longer than birds. You're being reincarnated. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Death is like a reward. What do I get to be next? Oh, I came back as a boot. (laughs) Um... (sighs) Swim or fly, land or air, well, water or air, sea or air. I don't know. (sighs) I'm going to say sea, sea creature. Wrong. 67% said airborne. Would you rather save a million strangers or save your immediate family members? I'm assuming from death. Like a train is my family members barreling toward Listen. a million people or the four people you call your immediate family. Hold up. <laughs> Those million people are going to wish that I had saved the four people that I call my family because I'm going to be such a miserable wreck 
when my four family members die, it's gonna it's gonna feel like death to that million people. <laughs> I promise. Okay. It would. Okay. So family? Y yeah. Correct. Sixty nine percent agree with you. Would you rather live without internet in the house of your dreams or live in your current house? <laughs> so you can be in the house with your dreams if there's no Wi-Fi whatsoever. No internet, no nothing. So that's no Not even the TV, possibility of ever having... No right. No phone. No nothing. No Google Home. No current Alexa. House. Current house. 66%. Good job. All right. That's five out of your seven, and I'm waiting for an ad to go away. And so KY said, hope y'all are saved because my family's getting saved. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hold up. See, but that does bring up another aspect of it. If you know your family is spiritually saved and you have no idea about these million people. I don't... <laughs> We could really dive into that question. A lot of these do that to you. Really uh, turn into philosophical things. Would you rather be bitten by a dog or stop using your smartphone smartphone for a month? <laughs> I'm going to stop using my smartphone for a month. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I thought more people would be like, no, I, I'll get bit by a dog once. I've I been bit by a phone. dog. It's not fun. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> that's not promising that's not promising at I all I have no idea how this one will go would you rather eat 15 frogs or eat 5 snakes <laughs> oh wow there's so many questions that I have to have answered before I can answer this. <laughs> Grafen says both if I can fry them. I mean, I don't, I don't, this, this is implying just straight out of the swamp. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I'm going frog. 15 frogs? I'm, I, if, listen, if you don't get to cook it. One snake is going to kill you. Frogs can be poisonous, too. Yeah, but they can't bite you like a snake can. That's what I was thinking. Oh, like, like I'm, I'm thinking they're dead. You go to least. bite the snake and the snake bites you back. <laughs> I mean, the worst the frog is going to do is jump around for a little bit. Jump around. Yeah, but once you ingest it, you, you, you're dead. All right. You said frogs. Oh, 50-50. Uh, comes down to the votes. Ten... Five, four, seven, one, ten thousand five. I'm sorry, hundred and five thousand four hundred and seventy one said frogs, hundred and five thousand one hundred and fifty three said snakes. So you got I it. got it. All right, five, you got six out of five, seven. That's a good. That's a good pace. I'm I'm disheartened at this point. I have to run the gamut to win. All right, are you are you ready? <sighs> yeah, I guess. Would you rather? This one's an easy one. Would you rather have a cat or have a dog? Dog. 72%. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good job, America. Uh, would you rather win $100,000 or let your best friend win a million dollars? 
I'll Already, give you 100,000. I, I think I'm going to get this wrong at this point. <laughs> Man. I'd give you 100,000. I don't think you would. I would. I would. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I win a million and you just need 100,000. Heck yeah. You'll give me 10% of your winnings? Sure. Just right off the top? I still get 90. <laughs> uh, 900. <laughs> Oh shoot! I hit I hit something. Go uh -oh. ahead. Okay. Um, okay, friend. No. No. Fifty-one percent people. You Fifty-one percent of people. I'm sorry. In that one, I just want you to know. All right, go ahead. We'll keep playing the game, even though I lost. <laughs> hey, you That's said this in lost. a game. Yeah, you won one. I can't beat you. I mean, you only got one wrong, so I can't yeah. win. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a different All question. I'll up. let you take no, a different fine. question. That's fine. <laughs> I just want you to sit there and feel bad for a little while. <laughs> Would you rather have one wish granted now or have three wishes granted in 10 years? Three wishes in 10 years, I guess. 52%. Oh, that's closer than I thought. I'm not talking anymore. Would you rather <laughs> well, it matter. I've already lost, so. live without hot water for showers and baths or live without a washing machine? Say it one more time. Would My you rather froze up? <laughs> would you rather live without hot water for showers or baths or live without a washing machine? Without hot water. No. Really? 61% said without a washing machine. Y'all, listen. <laughs> you can take a cold shower. You'll get used to it real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. In fact, it's pretty invigorating. Invigorating. But if your clothes aren't clean, then you don't need to be taking a shower anyway. You're just going to be putting dirty clothes <laughs> right back on. Well, Brother Mod has a good point. Laundry mats do exist. <laughs> so maybe... That's what people are thinking. I'll just take it to a laundromat. Or maybe they just think, you know what? I'll wear my clothes. One, <laughs> one time use. Disposable clothes. <laughs> but like that being said, as as someone who has three kids and a washing machine, even with that, I can't, we can't get all the laundry done with two adults trying all week long. So to add in having to go to a laundromat, which I've done for many years in the past, it takes half your day at least. Yeah. No, yeah. No. We did that while we were overseas because the washing machines are like a third of the size of an American oh, no. standard washing machine. Yeah, so a couple times a week we would go to the laundromat and do 18 loads. Yep, but we were still getting our laundry done. It was half of a day, but we got our laundry done faster than what we were going to get it done at our house in a itty bitty teeny tiny European washing yeah. machine. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you, oh, are you rather, <laughs> would you rather, you rather be the youngest sibling or be the oldest sibling? Youngest. No, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, no. 52% say. Uh, those people haven't been the youngest sibling. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm the oldest and I was going to say youngest. Yeah. So, you get spoiled. Parents don't even care anymore. Yeah, they're exhausted. <laughs> I look at my sister and think, 
I would have been dead if I tried to do half the stuff she does. But my mom's just too tired. All right. Would you rather know everything or have everything you want? Again, I feel like this is super easy. I feel like know everything. Really? Do you disagree with me? I do disagree. I'm going to, you're, you have locked in with know everything because I'm not going to okay. whatever influence you, <laughs> but know everything. The reason I said you influence me is because you play to our friendship. It's not about you having a discussion with me. Like I would give you a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, friends really do matter. <laughs> <laughs> So I believed in the power of friendship, Mo. <laughs> okay. But again, know everything. everything. But do you think that, well, I don't think that's implying like everybody's personal growth, growth stuff. I don't think that's implying like knowledge. Like it you says know. everything. Okay. I don't think people are going to interpret it that way. Huh? I mean, 60% of people did because 60% of people said have everything they want. No, I think 60% of people are selfish. <laughs> I mean, there's that also, but who knows? How, how many is that? Uh, that's six. Okay, so you have one more. Yeah. Would you rather never laugh again or never use your smartphone again? Never laugh again or never, never laugh use your smartphone again. again? Never, ever, ever laugh again. I would rather not use my smartphone. I really thought you, I would rather not <laughs> laugh again. <laughs> I never want to laugh again. 57% agree. Okay. okay. So if it makes you feel any better, even though you influenced me on that one, I still would have lost because I got two others wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that smile to the camera you just gave. <laughs> yeah, jerk. Yeah. All right, well, you sneak by again by taking one week, pretending like you're dumb and losing the game and then coming in here and knowing everything. <laughs> I'm telling you, having everything would be way better. I just don't understand. I don't think it would. Because if you have everything you want, what's left? Like, what do you do with your life at that point? Enjoy it? No. It's over. You have no drive anymore. There's nothing that you're searching for anymore. Nothing that you're striving for. There's no driving force to do anything. No motivation to move. Because you have everything you've ever wanted. You will be buried in your riches and your things and See, everything I... going your way. And you'll never appreciate anything because you didn't work for any of it. There was no gaining it. It was just given. Okay. First of all, the question did not say be given everything you ever want. It just said have everything. You could have worked for it to, so. to get it. But second of all, I beg to differ because if I were to have everything, then I can, there's not this pressure to go to reach the next level, to be better and, and do more and get more. I've got it all. I can sit and enjoy. Mm. I can I, watch Hallmark movies and eat sugar cookies all day long. And you don't while think that enjoying eventually everything that I have. you'd come to the conclusion that your life is pointless? 
Did you not hear what I was going to be doing? No, I understand. Watching Hallmark movies <laughs> and eating sugar cookies. That is not pointless. There is always too much of a good thing. You would come to be disgusted with yourself. Okay, That's so then what's the, the other side of the <clears throat> coin? If you know everything... I'm not saying that's any better. <laughs> that's not the argument I'm making. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that that's what I thought would be better <clears throat> than having everything. Because at least knowing everything, you're, you could still like do something with it. You'd still have goals. You'd still have things you could work towards. But having everything, you're done. Life's over for you. All right. Sit there and be rich. So <laughs> I'm going to use Topher as an example real quick, okay? Because, you know, he was on the eSports team. He is on the eSports team. They went to the semifinals. Yeah. Okay. I heard. Did really great. And then they're playing in their game. Topher wins both of his matches. His teammate goes up against the person he's going up against from the other school. He loses his first match, okay? And Topher, who has only lost in his entirety of being on this team, has only lost one game. Topher talks to his teammate and says, hey, listen, this is what they're doing. This is what you're doing. Switch it up. Do this instead. You'll win this next round. Guy doesn't listen to him, he loses. Same thing happens with his next teammate. Okay, so they end up losing. They're not going on, right? Topher comes home and he's like, why don't they listen to me? I'm not being rude, I'm not being arrogant, but I know, and I proved that I knew, cause I won. Why aren't they listening to me? So how often would that happen on a regular basis that you know everything and you know you know everything and you try to share that knowledge with other people, but they're like, Psh, whatever, Matt. And you're like, no, listen to me. I know that would be more frustrating than not having quote unquote motivation to get up and do anything because you already have everything. I don't think so. Because I still think that 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 is the, the that would be the driving force to continue on to continue to seek out people that are willing to learn, that are willing to change, that are willing to grow and use your wisdom to grow. I've never realized how different we are until <laughs> this week. At least in this instance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 Mod says, if you know everything, then you know how to say things so that the person you're talking to will listen to you. <laughs> uh, that is a point I did not think about. <laughs> okay, we dragged this out long enough. <laughs> Let's take another quick break. When we come back, we'll tackle a huge pile of Ask Reddit questions. Stick around. This week in Nerd History, time for tea. Nerd History. 
Here's one for all you history nerds out there. December 16, 1773, nearly 350 chests of tea were dumped into Boston Harbor off of British ships by colonial patriots during the Boston Tea Party, a political protest that was the first major act of defiance to British rule over the colonists. It showed Great Britain that Americans wouldn't take taxation and tyranny sitting down and was the first rallying cry for American patriots across the 13 colonies to fight for independence. In the 1760s, Britain was deep in debt, so British Parliament imposed a series of taxes on American colonists to help pay those debts. The Stamp Act of 1765 taxed colonists on virtually every piece of printed paper they used, from playing cards and business licenses to newspapers and legal documents. The Townshend Act of 1767 went a step further, taxing essentials such as paint, paper, glass, lead, and tea. The colonists were furious at being taxed without having any representation in Parliament and felt it was wrong for Britain to impose taxes on them to gain revenue. Britain eventually repealed the taxes that had imposed on the colonists except for the tea tax. It wasn't about to give up tax revenue on the nearly 1.2 million pounds of tea the colonists drank each year. In protest, the colonists boycotted tea sold by British East India Company and smuggled in Dutch tea, leaving British East India Company with millions of pounds of surplus tea and facing bankruptcy. In May 1773, British Parliament passed the Tea Act, which allowed British East India Company to sell tea to the colonies duty-free and much cheaper than other tea companies, yet still tax the tea when it reached colonial ports. Tea smuggling in the colonies increased, although the cost of the smuggled tea soon surpassed that of tea from British East India Company, with the added tea tax included. When a settlement couldn't be reached and an impasse was met over ships arriving in Boston Harbor, colonists disguised themselves, boarded the ships, and tossed it all into the water. It took nearly three hours for more than 100 colonists to empty the tea into Boston Harbor. The chest held more than 90,000 pounds, or 45 tons, of tea, which would cost nearly a million dollars today. Aside from the tea and a single padlock, no other damage was done, and reportedly the participants even swept the ship's decks clean before they left. In retribution, Britain passed the Coercive Acts, which placed heavy restrictions on the colonists. This led to a second Boston Tea Party in March of 1774, and three more similar events in Maryland, New York, and South Carolina. The colonists convened the first Continental Congress and fired back their own demands of Britain to repeal the Coercive Acts. Britain didn't capitulate, and within months, the American Revolutionary War began. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. When today's show is over, make sure you check out lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, other podcasts and videos, and a lot more. And if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, even specifically with LTN Radio, please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. This week, we're perusing Reddit in order to attempt to answer some of their questions. So far, we've mainly answered questions that other people are asking for themselves, doing our best to offer our advice. However, now we're going to visit Ask Reddit, which is just a large Ask Everyone Everything subreddit, and we'll answer a bunch of random questions. All right. So first one, what would you be doing right now if you were a billionaire? Enjoying life. If you had everything you ever wanted. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Enjoying life. No, but like literally, and not just enjoying life. I mean, I want a specific answer. What would you be doing right now? 
It is um, Friday night as we're recording this. What would you be doing right now on a Friday night if you were a billionaire? I mean, you know I wouldn't be here. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Our friendship is not worth a million a billion dollars. <laughs> I would be I mean, here's the thing. We could still be doing this, but I would you be... Mean, I would not be in this town or state, <laughs> maybe even country. I would be somewhere else on a cruise ship or some European country visiting. That's what, I would be traveling as much as possible all the time. That's got what you. I would be doing. I got you. You know, those people... The people that like stay on the, the uh -huh. cruise ships yeah. all the time, like all year long. Yeah. My mentors. Do they have to do people that? People who I aspire to be. Do they have to do that annoying safety thing at the beginning of every yeah. week? Oh my gosh. That, uh, that alone would keep me from wanting to do it. Seriously? Yes. It oh. was. And maybe they're not as bad as it was on our boat, but our boat, it was miserable. It took three, there are two hours. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. You need to do carnival. <laughs> I will say Norwegian is a bit more extensive. Okay. Well, that might be why it was off. And they have the worst places like to have them like with carnival, they open up the theaters and they open up the different oh, restaurants. Oh yeah. We're go... all on the side deck. I know. Mm -hmm. All the way around the boat. Yeah. It was awful. Mm -hmm. Standing literally nuts to butts, like just uh -huh. with strangers, total uh -huh. strangers. And it's, well, did y'all go in the summer? You went in September. Right? We went in September. It was still hot. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. still pretty darn hot. Um, okay, so what would I be doing if I was a billionaire right now, Friday night? <sighs> I really don't think my personality would be any different. <laughs> so I really think I'd just be sitting at home <laughs> watching something on television with my family. <laughs> You know, we, we've had the, we've had the discussions like, what would we do if we won the lottery whenever the lottery like got right. super big or yeah. whatever. And like, I really feel like I'd be giving a lot of it away. I feel like I'd be, um, not going overboard with the houses or the cars or the boats or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like I'm an extravagant person and I, and I don't think that would change. If I had a bunch of money, right. I think I'd be buying a lot of stupid stuff See, that and I, I would think, still buy now and sometimes still do. <laughs> I think what you would probably do, you'd be watching a movie in a theater that you had rented all to yourself. <laughs> I will buy every ticket to this showing I, of Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank yeah, you. I think that's probably the most extravagant that you would go. You know what? I bet I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did watch a movie once all by myself, and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Had my feet up, took my pants off. Just kidding. Okay. What? Are, next question. What are some of the best responses to why are you so quiet? Because you're so loud. <laughs> because I don't like talking to you. Because I'm plotting your demise. <laughs> because I have better people to talk to. Ooh, dang. Ooh, dang. You said you don't like me anyway, so what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the voices are screaming in my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. 
what what is legal now but will likely be illegal in one to two years <laughs> breathing openly in public <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> eating with your mask off. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you're gonna have to have. You're gonna have to wear this giant dome system with a intermediate pocket, where you will place your food in the pocket, close the outer pocket. Oh my door, gosh! Open the inner pocket door and then stuff it in your mouth that way. <laughs> Like a decontam room for your food bites. <laughs> you dip your chip in the salsa and you slide it in the decontam hole. <laughs> you know there's somebody out there trying to figure that out, right? Or at um, least there was last year. <laughs> you'll have to excuse me. I just took a moment to pray and, and, and plead with God <laughs> that that would never happen. Oh, man. All right. What song breaks your heart every time you hear it? <laughs> so uh, I have one right off the bat, and that's NF's How Could You Leave Us. I actually don't think I've heard it. I know. Bull honky. Um. It's in the first album. No, second album. It's one of his most favorite songs. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you have. I'm going to say this and then run. <laughs> Christmas shoes. <laughs> no, that's why everybody hates that song. Because it's like, why am I crying over this stupid story? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. I get you. So... Here's a thought that I've had for years, years. Fancy by Reba McIntyre. Do you remember that song? I think so. Okay. Kind of. I'm getting it really mixed up with that new song. Fancy Don't Let Me Down. I'm really getting Here's it you mixed one up chance. with Fancy Like Applebee's. No. <laughs> Here's your one chance, Fancy Don't Let Me Down. Hmm. Forgive me for what I do. Oh man, something. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's about a mom who basically sells her daughter as a prostitute. Oh, okay. I do remember that song. This that song would have everyone in tears if it wasn't. So I can't think of the word like not upbeat, but it's more like if they <laughs> Matt helped me. If it was more dramatically emotional as opposed to contrified or whatever. <laughs> if it didn't have as much rhythm to it. Yes. <laughs> but it's so catchy. Yeah, you know? there we go. If it wasn't as catchy. Yeah. Because you can't have an emotional song that's also catchy. Uh-huh. Because then it's fun. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, it would be because the, I mean, the words, the story behind it, it is tough. It is tough, but it's just, you end up singing it and like belting it out because yep. you can do it fancy. <laughs> Don't let us down. 
Uh, some other ones that come to my mind, When God Ran, specifically the Phillips, Craig, and Dean version, uh, gets me. Depending on my mood that day, there's at least three or four for King and Country songs that yes. do that to me. God only knows. Oh my gosh, the um, what's the one? The one with the guy who's singing about the time that he was yep. afraid of dying in the hospital because yep. he had that thing. Yep, and leaving his wife. I don't want to leave without you. Oh yeah. gosh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We just knocked. <laughs> <laughs> we just knocked over our ring light. The light agrees. <laughs> the light just died thinking about that song. That oh, song. So oh, so many. That in the even especially with the music video. Yeah behind it oh my gosh yep god only knows will do it to me occasionally um even burn the ships honestly burn the ships is a good one mm -hmm. yeah man mm -hmm. a lot of good ones there a lot of good ones there okay toby max uh 21 years about his son that passed away tell me you've heard this song hold on you gotta. I was still thinking on King for King Country. Okay, Sorry. Toby Max, twenty-one years. Ah, uh, about his son that passed away. I have heard it. Okay. I heard it right after his son passed. Okay, away. you heard it when it first came out. Yes, but yeah. I don't remember it right off the. Okay, well, I, I I've watched a couple like reaction videos to it recently, uh, and for a lot of like you know on YouTube, a lot of these people mostly review secular rap music, and mm -hmm. so for a lot of people, this was their first like Toby Max song because people were requesting them to react uh -huh. to it. And all of them were like, oh, don't tell me he lost his kid. Oh. oh, and then they're just all breaking down crying. And I'm like, yes, because when you, and I don't know if it hits you as hard if you're not a parent, but like you become a parent and some emotional switch is flipped where just you will, mm, you'll lose it really easily. Yeah. So much easier than you ever did. Doesn't matter how emotional you were before that. <laughs> it's it's amped up <laughs> once you're a parent. And that that kills me. Yeah. That song. Mm -hmm. Man. <sighs> Any more? Um <laughs> You look like you're thinking hard, so I Man, Hear me out. okay, you're gonna the Macarena. No. <laughs> okay. What is the song? Shoot. Oh, okay. Well, here, I've got a couple. My Redeemer Lives gets me every time. Really? But, well, so that was my mother-in-law's favorite song. Uh, and then, okay. and April and I sang it for her just a few months before she passed away. Gotcha. So that gets me every time. Um, Where Are You Christmas from The Grinch. <laughs> really? Hold on. Not judging. That's just surprising. Okay. Yeah. It came out. In 2001, uh -huh. that was the year my parents got divorced. Oh, and man. the okay. words, where yeah. are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? Um, oh, yeah. It talks about Christmas not being the same. And I remember sitting in the theater watching The Grinch with my dad and just bawling, sobbing, ugly crying. So I know people were like, what is going on with this girl? But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was the worst thing ever. And so I still, to this yeah. day, I'm like, ah. I got you. Uh huh. Um, but then the song on that branch on the trolls sings. What is that song? I have never seen the trolls and Lord willing. Oh my I never gosh. Will. Okay. I'm going to have to Google it. No, actually it's good. It is very good. What is the song that he sings? It's a very well-known 
Hold on. Sorry. My bad habits lead to late nights. Blah, blah, no. blah, blah. No. <laughs> That's no. a song that's been stuck in my head all day. I don't know why. I don't really listen to Ed Sheeran all that much, but I happened to watch that because I let YouTube continue to play one day while I was doing something else. I'm like, this is a good dang song. I'm like, this is, this is my current front runner for my next parody song is Bad Habits. Oh my gosh. I'm not even going to be able to find it. <laughs> This is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid. Did you Google Trolls track list or soundtrack? I Googled Branch's song from the Trolls. You would think that that would bring it up. Google thinks you're talking about a song about branches. Right, that's true. <laughs> okay. Um, the whole reason is because, again, I think I'm, I guess everybody probably does this, but... Um, I associate so much, so many songs with people. Yeah. No, I was, I was about to say like all yours are really just based around emotions from real life events. And I'm thinking, no, that's like everybody. (laughs) That's, that's why these songs get us. Yeah. (laughs) If we didn't have some sort of emotional tie to it, it wouldn't make us sad. Yeah. So it's true colors. I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors and that's why I love you. Okay, listen. It's such a corny song. Hold on. Oh. You remember what Canon was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Early, early, early. Yeah, I get where you're going. And that movie came out right around the time that he was 11. And he's like, he was in the height of all this emotional, like, didn't know how to feel. But we were watching that movie in the theater and that song is playing and we had just had an issue with him and I'm sitting there sitting next to him and I'm like, I see your true colors, Canon. <laughs> I see them shining through. And that's why I love you. <laughs> so when I hear it now, I cry every time. Yes, all of my songs Even are. Even the situation was corny. Associated. Canon, I see your true colors. <laughs> hey. I do. It sounds corny, but it definitely in that moment was not corny. Uh huh. Uh, no, I get it. that's good. I like it. Okay. We've been on this question too long. Uh, well, it's about music. <laughs> what do you expect? What childish behavior will you never give up? Um, the silent treatment. <laughs> It's better for the other person that way. (laughs) I'm just being honest. Childish behavior. Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of childish behavior. I guess laughing at farts and burps, because my wife gets on to me about that, because it's encouraging the children to do the same thing. Um, Fake cussing on purpose, because it's fun. That's that's a childish behavior that that I... don't ever want to give up because it's fun. Um, yeah, those those two, I guess. So surface. <laughs> so surface. I don't know if I have anything deeper that I'm childish about. Very deeper? Very deeper. Mm. Um, let me think about it. <laughs> childish behavior. Mm. What am I a terrible person about? 
Yep. 100% the silent treatment for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that. Have you ever given me the silent treatment and I didn't know about it? No, actually. Yeah? Okay, cool. No. It's Have you quite... ever given me the silent treatment and I didn't know about it? No. <laughs> it's quite the opposite, actually. The only time we were ever in a disagreement, I was very honest very, with you. Very loud. <laughs> I could hear it through the text messages. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And you were right. You were right. Well, but then your social anxiety question that you answered previously before, I'm all like, oh, you were a real jerk. <laughs> that was the reason I gave, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it was true. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I sucked it up because you were my friend. And that was the basis of your argument. I'm your friend. Do this for me. And yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you were also right because I forced myself to have fun and I met new people and they were great. See? Ha. <laughs> uh, I mean, that could be the answer too of a childish behavior, but this isn't really like one that I don't want to ever give up, but I know I never will just because it's baked into me and that's not wanting to go to parties, not wanting to go hang out with a bunch of people. But that's really social anxiety driven. Not, I don't think it's childish per se. Like I'm not being right. stubborn and whiny about it. I just like, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to, I almost had a panic attack at, uh, we went to, when we were, we were in um, Denver, we went to this big Christmas store, like big and it's like a big deal in this area. And what we didn't know when we were going is that this was like their 40th anniversary and this was the day they were celebrating it and they were having all these deals and there were hundreds of people there in this very tiny, very crowded store. Yeah. And I started having a panic attack and I had to rush out the front door. I had to, I had to fling my children at my wife and say, I have to go outside and catch a breath of air or I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and yeah, I hate having that feeling. And it does occur occasionally if there's too many people in the room. So yeah, again, I'm not going to say that's a child's behavior. So I don't know. I guess just surface level fart jokes. That's about it for me. And I'm not going to stop doing it because it's funny. That's fair. Even when I'm old. All old right. When I'm older, I'm going to lean into it even more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because it'll make my grandchildren laugh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Gross. Grandma just farted. Exactly. Great. That's what it's going to be. It's great. What's the first thing you learned to cook? Um, the first thing I learned to burn was macaroni and cheese. <laughs> macaroni and cheese for me too, but I burn cook. <laughs> the first thing I learned to cook was hamburger helper. Yeah. Similar, but a little more steps. Few more steps, few more steps. Man, I haven't had a good hamburger helper in a long time. I can remember being in middle school and calling my best friend at the time. Her name was Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. Mm-hmm. Calling her and asking her if she would ask her mom if I needed to put the water in before I cooked the macaroni <laughs> for macaroni and cheese. <laughs> And her mom said, how does she expect to cook the macaroni if there's not water in there? (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. What's your favorite hamburger helper? The beef stroganoff. Mm. Always has been. Mm. Always has been. Uh, I I prefer the cheesy melt. That's my favorite. 
Yeah. See, here's the thing. With all the other flavors, I feel like I can do that better. I can make make it better, make it taste better, and I know what I'm putting in it. But with beef stroganoff, <laughs> there's... <laughs> the pose she just struck here in the, <laughs> in the studio, guys. No amount of egg beef noodles and cream of mushroom soup comes anywhere near whatever <laughs> hamburger helper puts in theirs. I'm just all right, saying. All right, all right. I'm not a cream of mushroom fan, so that's kept me from stroganoff. Oh, I love it. Might have to have it for dinner. <laughs> all right. What is a comedy movie that you consider a masterpiece? Perfect comedy movie. Um, I don't like movies. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't remember them. I don't care about them. Exactly. It's really bad. I, I wouldn't that. care if I never saw another movie the rest of my life. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll answer and I think you'll be happy with my answer. In fact, you'll be ha happy with my overall answer. Despite the fact that I don't super love this actor. I feel like several of his movies are kind of perfect comedy movies, mm -hmm. and that is Adam Sandler. Yeah. Mr. Adam Sandler has created several bangers of comedy movies that make you laugh hysterically and hit you in the heart. If I can laugh and cry in 90 minutes, well, that's a good bargain for me. Do you want to know, I will probably say, 50 First Dates. 50 First Dates is good. Click. Click is very good. Big I, Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Uh, so Click for me leans more towards a, a drama. There are some funny parts to it, whereas I feel like Fifty First Dates and Big Daddy have a lot more yeah. funny scenarios than they do serious. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I'll agree with that. But it is still like a, it's a, a dramedy. Yeah, but I just I'll, wouldn't I'll have said... That. I'll put it in the comedy myself. Yeah. 50 First Dates and Big Daddy, for sure. For sure. And I feel like there are a lot more that he's made that would fit this category. Those are just the ones that jump out to me uh, straight away. Um, Happy Gilmore is almost the there for me. The Cobbler. Is that, that is heavy would, on the drama. It is. It, But it does have some... The Cobbler is weird in that it's really heavy on the drama, but the, the comedy that it's in it is very absurdist. Uh-huh. And there's like no middle ground. Yeah, but it's great. It is a great movie. <laughs> 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 but that, I think, goes too far in the drama category. Probably. For me to put it anywhere near the comedy section. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, and I honestly can't think really of any other comedies that are perfect in my eyes. You want to know my least favorite Adam Sandler movie? Like, hate it, hate it, cannot watch it, despise it. Which one? Little Nicky. I would have guessed that. I hate it. Yeah, that one was a bit much. Yeah. Bit much, bit much. Can't, you right. know, uh, <laughs> Son-in-Law is also a really good one. That's uh, not Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, but. which is just an equally polar or a more polarizing figure. Yeah. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Son-in-Law is really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was one of Dangerous of my favorite movies as kids. Really? As teenagers when we were yeah. dating. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, we watched that a lot. My high school best friend, her name <laughs> was Samantha. She and I watched that every single day. We could quote it from beginning to end. Body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a sandwich, too. And, oh, I love it. Man, I gotta watch that again. Uh huh. It has been far too long since we watched that movie. Man, okay. Chillers, he <laughs> likes. I hates. <laughs> what is the smallest hill you'll die on? That Adam Sandler is the best comedian ever. Comedian or comedy actor? Oh. Because comedian, heck no. <laughs> That's fair. His comedy's pretty awful. <laughs> it's got a couple good hits in there, but mostly awful. Comedy actor, I could see the argument for it. But he's also had some pretty terrible yeah. movies. <laughs> so sometimes I really it was leans. just pulling something <laughs> out of nowhere. Because I really don't know. Smallest Hill. You'll die on. Let's see. Uh, smallest hill. Smallest hill. I would say. Okay. This is the smallest hill I'll die on. If you have to put condiments on the meat you're eating in order to enjoy it. You don't, you don't really it. like the meat. You only like the condiments and the texture. That's my opinion. That being said, I put condiments on a lot of things, but I also enjoy most meats plain. It's like the uh, Jim Gaffigan joke. It's like, I'll get the fish, but can you douse it in soy sauce and sprinkle some lemon on it and wrap it in seaweed? I'm like, you know what? I don't think, uh, I don't think you like the taste of fish. <laughs> I don't think you like fish. I like fish as long as it doesn't taste like fish. I don't think you like fish. <sighs> So that's, that's my smallest hill that I'll die on. If you can't eat a hot dog plain, you don't like hot dogs. Okay? I'm honestly trying to think back to all the arguments I've had with anyone ever. <laughs> We've had a lot of petty arguments. <laughs> and a lot of times I come out of them saying, I don't like saying this, but fine, whatever, you're right. <laughs> So I can't say that I died on any of them. That's true. I will say, you. this is probably the dumbest argument that I've ever had to have. And if it ever comes up again, I will 100% stand firm on it. Okay. But we have a friend who legitimately told me that I was not from the South because I was from North Carolina. And North is in the name. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I argued until I was blue. <laughs> I really did. You're not from... <laughs> you're not from the, the northern central part of our country if you're from South Dakota. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not on the East Coast if you're in West Virginia. <laughs> Stupid. 
Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. Well, okay, that does lead into North Carolina barbecue is not mustard-based. North Carolina barbecue is vinegar and spice-based. And when you buy barbecue sauce that says Carolina sauce or Carolina style, it's South Carolina. It's not North Carolina. You cannot say that it's Carolina style. Mm, Can't make that broad generalization. There you go. It's like calling something Korean. There's a big difference between North Korean and South Korean stuff, guys. Got to distinguish. Okay, I really don't know, but are you being serious? <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> Very much am. North Korea, terrible dictatorship. South Korea, pretty dope. <laughs> You're not from the South. My great-grandfather is South Korean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I don't know who my great-grandfather is. Uh, <laughs> you can choose one song for the whole world to listen to. Uh, basically, you're forcing the whole world to listen to it for 10 hours. What is that song? Africa by Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I'm gonna, so we're going with the... To annoy people, route. I right? bless okay. the rains down in Africa. No, that be- is. Li- listen. <laughs> After ten hours. Heck yeah! <laughs> it's like, have you watched How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. The 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 one the car that that Marshall had that the tape yes. was stuck in it. Just it's like he gets he gets sick of it. I'm really sick of the song. Don't worry, it comes back around. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that show had some really high high points with jokes. Um, okay, well then I'd be trolling people. Uh, what's new, Pussycat? Tom Jones. Wow, 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 wow. What's new, Pussycat? Oh man. What two? You're an- welcome. <laughs> What two animals would you combine to make the worst animal? <laughs> a cat and a second cat. <laughs> Burn. I just spit all <laughs> over the mic. No, uh, worst animal, cat and a wasp. Let's mix those together. Snake and a wasp. I, Tarantula and a wasp. I'm having a really difficult time because I keep thinking of like sea and land animals. Oh. And I'm like, that doesn't work. You can't do that. A, a shark, shark and, and a wasp. bear. Like, you a can't, bear shark. Yeah. You can't do that. And so then yeah. I, the only other thing that I had was an otter and a bear. And I'm like, mm, yeah, that still that isn't really going to work. That sounds adorable. Uh, only if it's the size of an otter. Think right. about it if it's the Not size a of a bear. Sized otter. <laughs> oh, gosh. Exactly. Mm. Like duck-sized elephants. Right, yeah. No, you want... <laughs> no, duck-sized elephants is what you want. You don't want Elephant elephant-sized sized ducks. ducks. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bear shark. I say stick with it. A goose and a bear. 
That would be terrifying. That would be... And aggressive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a contender for worst animal right there, <laughs> for sure. What's the most stupid thing you did as a child? Uh, ha- mine, mine is very embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever told you this either. The most stupid thing? The stupidest thing I did as a child, yeah. Are you waiting for me to tell the story? (laughs) Yeah, because I was just going to say something like I had to have every channel on an even number or my volume had to be on an even number. (laughs) Like that was pretty stupid. That's just a quirk. Okay. Stupidest thing I ever did. Uh, So when I was younger, I I did not have good eating habits as a kid. My parents were bad role models in that respect when I was younger. So that's like the downside of being the youngest when they don't care anymore. So I drank a lot of soda, drank a lot of sugary like tea like sweet tea and uh i had kidney stones once and i remember the whole process being uncomfortable and frustrating and i hated it and i didn't want to go through it again meaning i didn't want to go to the doctor to get it fixed again a couple years later after that i knew i was getting it again because i was having to pee a lot mm. and so i was trying to hide the fact that i needed to pee a lot Fine, just not going into the bathroom to pee. Instead, I peed in the corner of my closet for at least two solid months. And because my mother didn't put up my laundry, like she would bring the laundry, set it on my bed, and I would hang it up, she never noticed. Until one time when I was gone, I was actually helping babysit some younger kids somewhere. And I got a phone call saying that they had found it. And I told my friend, I'm like, I'm dead. I'm so dead when I get home. You're not going to see me for a long time. Maybe ever. <laughs> because it was it was like the walls were stained. The carpet was like crunchy with urine and stuff. It was just, and it's just because I didn't want to go through it again. And I'm like, looking back at it, I'm like, this was so stupid. Even if I didn't want to go through it again, what was I thinking? Pee in a cup and take it to the sink or something. Don't just pee in your closet. But that was the best my dumb childhood brain could come up with. Just go in there and pee on the wall. Is that a good contender for stupid thing? Stupidest thing? (laughs) Maybe I've blocked out a lot of my childhood. (laughs) Why do you say that? Like, I don't remember having a stupid thing. <laughs> Something that stupid. Did you ever stick a fork in a socket? Mm-mm. Okay, I didn't do that either. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm. I, I don't, I really... <laughs> Anything I can think of pairs in comparison to what you just said. No. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I can think of, but it's not like isolated to one situation, but I'm as a child, I lied all the time about everything and stupid things. Mm. And I, as I'm saying it, like as I'm lying to my parents or whatever, lying to my teacher. Oh, okay. Here's one. Here you go. I have one isolated lie that I can remember. Okay. Okay. So I was a part of this girls group through the Salvation Army. It was kind of like Girl Scouts, but it was called Sunbeams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my, I don't know if she was my leader or what, but she would pick me up and take me to Sunbeams every week. 
And my mom had just had my brother. And for some reason, I misunderstood the question that the leader was asking me. We were in the car, either going home or going to Sunbeams, one or the other. Um, but she asked if my mom was doing okay or something along those lines. Again, my mom had just had my younger brother, probably a month earlier. And somehow, roundabout, I misunderstood the question, and I ended up telling her that my mom was pregnant again. <laughs> that was the best that my brain could come up with. Instead of just being like, oh, I misunderstood, or I don't, I don't even know, it... I had to cover up my misunderstanding by lying and saying that my mom was pregnant again. Then my leader decides, oh, okay, well, I'm not just going to drop you off. I'm going to go in and talk to your mom and see how she's doing and, and, you know, just make sure she knows that I'm here if she needs anything or whatever. Because after all, she just had a baby and now she's pregnant again. This woman's going to need a lot of help. I will never forget my mom holding my brother, looking at that leader and going, I am not pregnant again. And then looking at me and I just walked outside like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I don't know why she said that. Do I look pregnant again? Why would you say this? But it was things like that all the time, gotcha. all the time. Where I would just lie, and then I'd be like, why did you say that? Why? That made no sense. But then I couldn't take it back. I didn't take it back. Oh. That was the dumbest thing. Just always lying. So I'll admit, that's like one of my greatest fears for my kids. Like, I don't want them to... Like, I I even... And I've even told them this. I understand if you want to lie over something big. Mm -hmm. Like, you broke something, and you're really afraid you're going to get in trouble. I at least can understand why you would lie. But over stupid stuff, yeah, that's not a big deal at all. I don't want you to get in the habit of lying over stupid things because then nobody's ever going to trust you. Right. And then you're going to be telling the truth and they're not going to believe you. Yeah. This morning, this very morning, my oldest son, uh, okay, well, rewind, the night before, <laughs> my oldest son accidentally flicked some toothpaste on the mirror. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting some toilet paper and wiping it off or whatever, he spread it around and made like a big splotch on the mirror and then just left it there. Mm -hmm. This morning, unprovoked, unasked, all on his own volition, comes out in the hallway and says, Daddy, there's like a big, like a big white blob on the, the window or on the mirror. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> and so I honestly thought it might have been my the, my younger boy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, all right, both you boys come in here. Which one of y'all did this? Just tell me who it was. And Johnny's like, not me. I didn't do it. And he's like, I didn't do it. I'm like, okay. I, I use the parent trick that works every time. If one of you doesn't fess up, I'm going to punish you both for it. And so I said, Johnny, last chance. I didn't do it. I promise. Eli. I did it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't even going to ask about it, but the fact that you brought it up and lied without any prompting scares the heck out of me. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what he said. He said, yeah, I flicked stuff on it. And I'm like, 
really the best thing you could have done instead of coming out and making up a lie was just wet a tissue or wet a towel and wipe it off. Mm-hmm. And I did that right there in front of him and said, boom, two seconds and it had been gone and nobody would have cared. But you made it into such a bigger deal by lying about it for no reason. And so that's that's really one of my biggest fears. <laughs> so it's survival. Yeah. That's why I I can remember. Well, and I also understand your situation and your childhood was a bit, well, much different. Well, I think no matter what, you the reason so? that people lie is survival. It's not, and it, it's not even like anything big or you fear for your life or anything. It's just a matter of, well, I don't want to look stupid, you mm. know, or I don't want to, I don't want people to think that I'm less than them or anything, anything. And that whole situation for Eli to wake up first thing in the morning, it, it ate him up all night. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All night long. Which and is that so was his silly. best way. Yeah. But that was his <laughs> best way of surviving. I guess. Yeah. You know, I just don't remember doing that myself. Like I know I told lies, but for the most part, they were just like the story I just told. Mm-hmm. They were something big that I didn't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember just telling lies because I thought it was the easiest path. Yeah. You know, and, and that might say, just be me. I don't know. Chris will say the same thing. Topher, for the longest time, lied about everything. And it drove Chris nuts. And mm. Chris would say the same thing. I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And I would have to tell Chris all the time, he doesn't want to do it. Mm. Believe me, he doesn't want to. It's killing him that he's doing it. But for whatever reason, he feels like it's survival. He feels like he has to in order to make it, in order to look good or whatever. He feels like he has to. That's mm. just his natural reaction to go there. And it sucks. Yeah. But there is a way out of it. I hope so. <laughs> I, there really is. I promise. All right. Well, we have gone on a while. We still have a bunch more questions, but we'll save those for maybe the next time we do it because we have, we've eaten up our show. It's gone. Mm. It's done ate up. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to do it with our week of taking on Reddit's questions. A week from now, all these subreddits that we cover this week will be chock full of new questions. And this might become a semi-regular thing. Who knows? But for now, we're done. And we'd love to know your thoughts. If you disagree with any answers we've given or have your own answers that you'd like to pipe in, join us at backroaddiscord.com and tell us your thoughts in the Respond to Show channel. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, we'll answer... A one final. Sorry, one. <laughs> we'll we'll answer one final. Ask us anything question from Twitch. Stick around. Forgot to take a word out of the script. <laughs> We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize thoughtful content. Visit lovethynerd.com for amazing articles and a whole network of podcasts. And follow Love Thy Nerd on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lovethynerd and twitch.tv slash LTN on air, where you'll find game streams, live podcast recordings, and more exclusive live interactive content. back to the back row morning show as things are winding down for the day but first we're going to answer a question from twitch 
as if we haven't already answered enough questions today. Today's question comes from KY Redhead. She asks, are you done Christmas shopping? For the most part, yes. I have a couple things. So that means no. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I am way ahead of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> like super ahead of schedule. I actually had a friend, oh, our mutual friend, Tamara, the other day, Wednesday night at church was like, I haven't even started Christmas shopping yet. And I looked at her and I was like, do you remember the year of the stomach virus at Highland? <laughs> like that's the year that Chris and I realized you cannot wait. No. Cause you never know what's going to happen. And your kids might wake up on Christmas morning without presents under the tree. <laughs> and you have to say, sorry guys, we got sick. <laughs> I puked on all your gifts. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree totally. <laughs> Deidre and I every year start Christmas shopping at the end of October. Cause that's when she gets her bonus that we use for Christmas. Ah. So we're like, let's get this done now. So we don't accidentally spend that on something else. That's fair. And so usually by mid November, 90% of our Christmas shopping is done. Uh, and as of this point, um, like literally the only thing we have left to buy is like stocking stuff and that stuff we do towards closer to time anyway. So I'd say, yes, we're done. I have all the stockings done. Stockings are my favorite thing to buy for. I hate buying for stockings. Oh, I love buying for stockings. I never know what to put in them. It's always. Especially like for my wife's stocking. Uh, do you it need harder. help? It gets harder every year. No, I know generally what she wants. <laughs> See, so here's the thing. There are people, there are two kinds of people in the world. There are people who think stockings are reserved for fruit and candy and nuts. And there are people who realize a stocking is just one giant gift bag. Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. That all of the necessities, Bare necessities. go into socks, underwear, toothbrush that happens every year for everybody don't nobody be putting no underwear in my stocking please yep no Socks, thank you underwear, i wouldn't enjoy toothbrush. anything else in that bag if i opened up underwear as well <laughs> like nope everything's been tainted by the underwear whatever <laughs> uh body wash lotions hold up you're just packing a toiletry bag what's going exactly. on here exactly this These is not are... a gift yes it is <laughs> oh but it is these are things, especially kids, that they need every year. No, they Socks, also need underwear. it through the year as well. It doesn't have to be a Christmas thing. Sure, it doesn't <laughs> have to be a Christmas thing, and they do need it throughout the year, but... That's just are one more least, opportunity that you're like, Are they at least yes. fun socks? Or are you just yeah. getting them the white crew cut, whatever, no. crew cut? No. Crew so, length socks. No, they're, it's called crew cut. I don't think they're called crew cut, are they? Because that's the haircut, the crew cut. I think they're called crew length. Okay. <laughs> We've done so much arguing. We've argued a lot this, this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Please check um, your stockings before boarding the plane. <laughs> so we do character socks for Chris uh, because he all of a sudden starts, like, started liking really fun character like dress socks you know what i'm talking about we bought him character socks because all of a sudden he started liking character <laughs> socks uh, shut up. 
shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Socks with characters. Shut up. For the longest time, he just wanted to wear white crew cut. What a loser he was. Socks. And then all of a sudden, he turned 35, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit hip and trendy. So. Saints alive! I'm 35. Time to be kicky. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But we always get the boys, like, name brand socks, like Nike or Adidas. Okay. Like the higher end ones that I'm not going to go to Walmart and grab a pack of socks because their socks got holes in them. Gotcha. Why why are you filming? I gotcha. I get it. I get it. Yeah, stockings are almost done. I just have to get the the big gift. Is that a pair of character socks inside the ramp? Brother Maude is fun in chat today. Everybody who doesn't join us for the Twitch recordings for most of the content in the morning shows, you really need to try it sometimes. It's a blast adding the chat element to it. There's so much that goes on in chat that really adds to the show, and you need to you need to be there to see it. Yeah, to actually see it, mm-hmm. because you you don't truly get a good depiction. Yeah, of what. This is like, <laughs> unless you actually see my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, let's end with our verse for the day. <laughs> our verse for the day is Psalm 82.3. Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. That's going to do it for our show today. Remember that we are first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Do it, and we'll love you forever. Also, the podcast feed will offer a weekly highlight episode focusing on just our three main topics for the week for those of you who can't commit to the full three hours a week. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us. Tune in tomorrow morning for the Back Row Rewind, where we will bring you a classic episode of the Back Row Morning Show. Uh, you've got one more week of shows before we take our Christmas break and the radio station goes into low maintenance mode. Uh, but for next week, it's going to be great. We have three Christmas focused regular episodes Monday through Wednesday. Our big final, uh, finale episode for this season. Oh, sorry. For Christmas Eve Eve. It's our Christmas Eve Eve special on Thursday. And then Bubba and Anna will be back for a special Christmas Eve episode of Church Nerds. So mornings on LTN Radio are not to be missed next week for show. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.